0: Just days before his crucifixion, Jesus told Peter, Andrew, James, and John as they met with him on the Mount of Olives, some of his very closest followers, some of what to expect in the years and even decades ahead, predicting so much of what we see happening in history, what we see happening within biblical history, like in the book of the Acts of the Apostles, what we see happening in other historical sources as it ended up coming about with the destruction of Jerusalem in the late AD 60s into AD 70s. Yet, Jesus also foretold how after those historical events, there would come a day where the Son of Man himself would come on the clouds. And while there would be signs preceding some of those earlier events, words of warning that allowed followers of Jesus to know not to be in Jerusalem, for instance, before those destructive days of great tribulation began, it wouldn't be that way when Jesus himself came again. Just listen to what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 24, beginning with verse 36, where he tells his followers, But concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. For as were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day when Noah entered the ark. And they were unaware until the flood came and swept them all away. So will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two men will be in the field, one will be taken, and one left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken, and one left. Therefore, stay awake. For you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore you also must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is delayed and begins to beat his fellow servant, and eats and drinks with drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he does not know, and will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Just days before his crucifixion, this is an important word of warning that Jesus passes along here. A word of warning that when Jesus comes, his coming will be unexpected. Now, the truth of that statement from Jesus already addresses a number of things that can crop up and cause us a great deal of anxiety when it comes to discussions of the end times, because the simple reality is, ever since Jesus first came, there have been no shortage of false prophets who want to stand up and predict when Jesus is coming. And as can be traced throughout history, those predictions consistently prove to be wrong. And there's a reason for that. Jesus himself told us, we won't know when he's coming. He likened it to the days of Noah, in that story of that great flood that happened in those early years of humanity where everybody's going about life having no reason to think anything will be any different than it's been in the days before that until all of a sudden the flood came upon them. And that's what the coming of Jesus will be like. People will be going about their business. They'll be living life as they always had before. But then suddenly everything will change. And only those who are expecting Jesus, only those who are living each moment of their lives, seeking to be prepared to be in his presence now and forever, only they can look forward to that day. Jesus uses terminology here, not only likening his coming to the flood coming in Noah's day, but his coming to being like a thief that's coming, to really highlight just how unexpected it will be. And that's terminology that Jesus' apostles would repeat over and over in the decades to follow, and it's terminology that we would do well to heed today that instead of getting too caught up with trying to predict whether this might be the year, or this might be the month, or if global events suggest that Jesus is coming, is coming soon, we live every day with the reality that, yes, Jesus is coming soon. He's coming so soon, he could come today. He could come right now, which is where then the first of several parables that Jesus tells around this comes into play, where he likens it to being a wise and faithful servant, where at any given moment our master could come and find us doing what he wants to, doing what would please him. You see, that's our call as followers of Jesus. It's not to try to predict when the judgment day might be. It's not to, to try to proclaim that the end of the world is nigh, but it's to live every day in light of the reality that it is, that Jesus is going to come on the clouds, that it will be completely unexpected, and it'll be those that are prepared for his coming that will be ready to receive him. In Jesus's own day, his first coming was unexpected. For many of the Jews that Jesus had been preaching to, they weren't ready for the Messiah to come, so they didn't recognize him as such. They had their own expectations about what the coming of the Messiah might look like. So when Jesus came, they weren't prepared. They rejected his reign as king. They took advantage of world systems to just have things be the way they wanted it to be. And many of them would get caught up in the famines and wars and rumors of wars. Many of them would lose their lives when that destruction of Jerusalem came. But the wise and faithful ones who humbly were looking for the coming of God's king, who were doing what God wanted done, they recognized when their king came and they received. The same is true for us. If we believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, risen from the dead, having given his life as a sacrifice for our sins. If we believe that he's reigning in heaven now and that one day he's coming back, our challenge as his people is to live every moment ready for that day to come. Seeking his presence, shaping our lives around what will give glory to him, what will please him, having that show and how we treat Other people, so that when Jesus comes, he finds that we're expecting him. Not because we knew the day or the hour. We're expecting him because we want to be near him. We want to live in his presence, and we were living every day ready for him to come.